This is a Squiz podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Squiz Kids! It's your daily news fix. Fun, free, fresh. Good morning and welcome to Squiz Kids Today, your fresh take on what's happening in the world around you. I'm Bryce Corbett. It's Thursday, April 7. In Squiz Kids Today, it's election time. Spain's 12-year-old Iron Man, the birth of a new mega planet, and the science behind puppy dog eyes. That's what's making news kid style. The Lowdown. Hold on to your hats, Squiz Kids. There's a federal election just around the corner, and you won't be able to move in the next few days without coming across media outlets speculating feverishly on when the Prime Minister, Scott Morrison, will call that election. Now, what does that mean to call an election? It essentially means setting a date for when everyone in Australia over the age of 18 troops off to a polling booth and casts their vote for who they want to run the country for the next four years or so. It's kind of like a school captain election at your school, but with not as many candidates promising extended lunch periods or free quelches from the canteen. A federal election will most likely be held here in Australia on either May 14 or May 21. And between now and then, there will be an election campaign, which is when candidates run around the country and try to win everyone's vote. But before the campaign, there are some formalities to calling an election, and here's roughly how it will go down. Prime Minister Scott Morrison will hop in a car with a little Australian flag on the bonnet and make the short drive across town from the lodge, which is the house where the PM lives when he's in Canberra, to a big house not far away called Government House, where the Queen's representative in Australia lives. That person is otherwise known as the Governor-General, and at the moment it's a bloke called David Hurley, who used to be a high-ranking army officer. Once inside the Governor-General's house, the PM will ask the Governor-General to dissolve the existing parliament, which basically puts a whole bunch of politicians out of a job, and then an election date will be set and the PM will hop back in his car head back to Parliament House and hold a media conference to let us all know what's going on. And if all of that still leaves you scratching your head, don't panic. We've joined forces with the Museum of Australian Democracy in Canberra to produce a four-part series called The Sensational World of Civics, designed to make sense of all the mysterious goings-on in Canberra. Stay tuned after the school holidays for that one to kick off. globe. Each day we give the world globe a spin and find a news story from wherever it stops. And today we've landed in Spain, where a 12-year-old boy's wish has finally come true. He's walked into his classroom. Like 17 million other children around the world, Jorge Alejo has a neurological disability that prevents him from being able to walk on his own. Neurological means the brain and nervous system, and in Jorge's case, he has cerebral palsy which affects his ability to move and maintain his balance. So ever since he started school in Madrid, Spain's capital, Jorge has been in a wheelchair. But two years ago, he started testing a futuristic exoskeleton. Exo means external or outside, and when Jorge is strapped into his bionic suit, it adapts to his body and allows him to walk. Kind of like how Tony Stark gets Iron Man powers when he steps into his special suit. 
Yesterday, on Jorge's 12th birthday, after two years of practicing with the suit, he finally walked into school instead of rolling in his wheelchair. There's a short video of that in your episode notes. Pretty good 12th birthday, all things considered. Animal Kingdom If you have a dog, then you'll know they have a crazy way of tugging at your heartstrings. Ever heard the expression puppy dog eyes? That way a dog will look at you and melt your heart? Well, it's no accident. And according to a new study, it's all thanks to a bunch of fast-twitching muscles in a dog's face. Tiny muscles above a dog's eyebrows and a set of muscles around their mouths plus generations of learned behaviour on their part to work out which facial expressions get the most reaction from humans have meant dogs communicate better with humans than any other animal on the planet. Researchers believe it's a large part of why they've managed to become so loved and so well looked after by humans. The sleeping indoors, the receiving of treats, the long walks in the park, dogs have totally got it made. Cats, well, that's another story. Just getting a cat to make eye contact with you is an achievement in and of itself. Am I right? Spaced Out If the idea of a planet being born makes your brain explode just a little bit, then strap yourself in. Because thanks to some super smart scientists who have created some extra powerful telescopes, astronomers down here on Earth are peering up into the night sky as we speak and witnessing the creation of a planet, which is located near a star estimated to be 508 light years away. What's a light year? That's the distance that light would travel in a year. Or to be more precise, about 9.5 trillion kilometres. So, times that by 508, and that's how far away this baby planet is. Ouch, my head is hurting just thinking about that. So how big is this planet that's in the process of being born? Oh, you know, only nine times the size of Jupiter which is itself the largest planet in our solar system and is 11 times the size of Earth. I think I need to go and have a lie down. But before I do, there's a link in today's episode notes to some cool photos and videos of the planet in formation. Time for the quiz. This is the part of the podcast where you get to test how well you've been listening. Question number one. What do we call the person who is the Queen's representative in Australia? That's right, they're called the Governor-General. Question number two. A planet which is being born hundreds of light years away is estimated to be nine times the size of which planet in our solar system? That's right, it's Jupiter. Question number three. Which animals have fast twitching muscles above their eyebrows, making them excellent communicators with humans? Yeah, it's dogs. Shout outs. It's April 7. Today is my son Flynn's birthday. Long-time listeners of Squiz Kids will know him as The Fox, and he's also the voice behind The Lowdown, Sport Time, and Pop Culture Corner. Happy birthday, buddy. 
It's also a special day for these squeeze kids celebrating a birthday today. Oscar from Exeter Public School, Kalija from Ashmont, Mackenzie from Queen Bean South, Esther from Yass, Clemmy from Bronte, and Zach from Burrawa. And belated birthday wishes go to Avika from Sydney, Nash from Corindai, and Mrs. Allen from Mount Carmel School in Yass. And classroom shout-outs today go to Miss Hyde and Class 3H from Taramara North Public School, Class 4O at Narrawina Public School, Mrs. Ryan and Class 5R at Angadine West Public School, and finally the teachers at Mount Carmel School in Yass wish all the students there a very happy holiday. And it's a very big welcome to Ms. McMichael and her Year 5 class at Bowen Public School, who have recently signed up to a Squiz Kids for Schools membership. We are delighted to have you aboard. Don't forget, if you've got a birthday coming up and you want a shout-out, or if you're after a classroom shout-out, drop us a line at squizkids at thesquiz.com.au. Well, that's all we have time for. Thanks for listening to Squiz Kids today. We'll be back again tomorrow for our last podcast before the Easter holidays. In the meantime, get out there and have a most excellent day. Over and out. <laughs> <laughs>